Hello, we've been doing old and welcome back to Get Rich the Universe, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice to the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is our novice, Will. And we're still mixing things up with the formula, we're trying some new things. Let us know what you think, get in touch at getrichtheuniverse at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter or Instagram. Um, Will, why don't we just get into it? What are we talking about first? Yeah, okay, so the first thing we're talking about, Sam, is one of my favourite shows of all time and that is not just in the yes. anime circle that is just in general one of my favorite all-time wow shows. um and like i knew that this was big for you and i knew that you really enjoyed this but i didn't think it it went that far yeah i didn't think it was like one of your all-time greats oh, yeah yeah so for those of you that don't know me like my anime journey is still relatively short short-lived so like i don't know yeah i guess we've never really had a conversation on where like anime ranks compared to mainstream stuff that I've watched previously. Traditional, traditional media, media right? Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's a conversation for another time. That would be fun. Um, but we are talking about Attack on Titan because... was it? Yet, where did it drop? Did it drop yes. literally yesterday when we watched it? Or did it drop... As of, as of recording, it dropped yesterday. Okay. So I, I went into town and my friend like watched it as it went live on Crunchyroll an hour after it aired in Japan. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it, I have to wait a whole day until I can I, I can watch this uh, new episode. It's the final season, part three, yeah. the final chapters. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, and the, we're getting near to the end of this story. And this first episode was a long sort of, um, what do they call it? Uh, a one-hour special. one-hour special, there we go. Um, and it picked off right where we left off and yep. even had a little flashback to like the very first episode of Erin um, and... Yeah. Uh, Mikasa just sort of chilling out by the tree. Um, and then we get, we get this cut to these two boys who are like hoarding money to try and save money. And then, Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, I don't, I, I, this, this show just keeps, keeps getting worse and worse in terms of like pushing the boundaries of what's acceptable to put on TV <laughs> because just hurting and suffering it is brutal man amazing that they got away with this so are we doing full spoilers oh, should we do should we, right okay so my initial reaction if you, if people don't want to have want to have spoilers because this is yeah fair, let's go, let's go non spoiler than spoiler okay right okay so um non spoilers is general feel it, for it's it very first. gruesome it's uh heart wrenching there's a lot of emotion there's a lot of relationship stuff going on in this one i feel um surprisingly yeah, yeah uh yeah surprisingly so i was i'm not sure how i feel about that um there was some there, there was some badassery in terms of certain characters there's a good bit of action yeah i i would say there's probably two big standout um action set pieces in this episode yeah. that are like if you if you like your odm gear um flips and flying through things and like taking on titans then there, there's two segments in mind that um are that will get your attention and like draw you in yeah um i think overall i felt i i just feel like it's chaos it's just Mm. chaos and yeah like that's what they're going for that's what i like about it so much though yeah Yeah, it's like the idea that the apocalypse is currently happening Mm. and what can we do to try and stop it slash Oh no! It's already eighty percent of the way there. Yeah. Like everything they're has just trying gone to, wrong. They're just trying to so stop that stopper things. back in the bottle. But like, 
all they've got is dregs left. Yeah. It's like, can we just save the dregs, please? <laughs> just save the dregs. Can we just keep like, like Won't somebody people think just, of please. the dregs? <laughs> think of the dregs, Gonta. Yeah. Yeah, we're in this this final th- death throes of the entire series, and it is so hopeless in a lot of ways, but we following characters who are not willing to let that hope die out. And that's the draw. I think in terms of typical shonen or typical anime, you always kind of know that the, the good guys are going to come through in the end and stop the evil bad guys like Big Bad Plan. Yeah. But here with Titan, you don't know. You just our don't hero know what's became the big oh, bad yeah, guy. Exactly, yeah. We have seen him in the last season. Like we saw him killing people. He yeah. started the rumbling. The Titans are moving, and we're kind of getting almost a deconstruction of what do you do? How do you talk to yourself when the world is ending and you don't want to stop it? But there are, there are other factors there that kind of like push you towards you're the only one who can. Yeah. Especially when we look at like Reiner and uh, and Annie. It's it's a very new and interesting dynamic for um, a shonen show, for, for, for any kind of show to be taking. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I think, I think this, show, this episode in particular does a good job of recapping stuff from before, drip, sort of without mm. hitting you over the head with it. Because I was, I, I mentioned to you before, um, I watched it. I was like, please tell me there's a recap because I, so much has happened since the last season and so much happened during, absolutely, during the past four seasons or whatever. Um, I don't know how much I actually can remember. So there was enough information there to sort of <laughs> bring us back to where we needed to be. There's still loads though. Like it's such a dense show. I feel like there's so much that I'm misremembering or forgetting just mm. like important details. So, um, yeah, but I think, Overall, just, I don't know, a little scared of where it's going. And like, I've been feeling that for the past whole <laughs> season, right? Like, it's it's not, yeah. not a new feeling, but just still a bit of sort of... I think as soon as we opened up that basement, yeah, like, any expectation of how this could go was just out the window. And it was completely fresh ground. And you're like, oh, everything I know has now been upturned. Yeah. There's there's whole other countries. There's whole other reasons behind the Titans. And, and the layers just kept stacking on and stacking on and stacking on. And now, like, it's almost as if the author went, okay, so I want to add this depth and this layer to the universe. But also, I want to end the series. So all the mystery, all the intrigue, doesn't matter. It's rumbling time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. Right, should we get into spoilers? Um, shall we get into uh, mm-hmm. shall we get into spoilers, and we'll have a, a quick recap of uh, what happened in a bit more detail. Absolutely. Sam, Hanji. Yes, I want to talk about Hanji. Oh, Hanji, light of my life, the person who brought us such great memes, such as. Sean and Bean, the Titans back from season one. <laughs> the person who becomes the commander because they are literally the only person left with any sort of experience and leadership. And then... Yeah, and then, oh. and then the same thing happens to Armin. He's just like, well, I'm captain now. Surprise, I guess I'm technically the commander of the scouts now. Yeah, I'm commander yeah. of all so, of you four people. Like, that's fine. 
of all yeah of all of you four people and my enemies and uh, okay dedicate your heart shinzo sasageo let's go boys yeah. yeah this episode deals with hanji's last stand as um we saw in the final season part one that uh came out before the goal of our guys is to get on this seaplane and then take off so they can catch up to Eren. It's the only thing they can do. And here comes the rumbling. Mm. Here comes all these colossal titans. What are we going to do? Someone's got to stay behind. Someone's got to be a badass. But we need Levi. Like, he's crippled. Do we need Levi? He says himself. I well, I thought I thought Levi was definitely well, going to be sacrificing himself. Like He was going to be the guy. Yeah. You thought Why he was going to go Like They clearly don't have a problem with killing off important characters. And Levi... Is not mm. one of the main trio, so it's not as. And I think he's. I think arguably he's had more of a presence than Hanj. Are we going with. Is it Hanj or Hanji? Whatever. Hanj. Hanj. Um, I believe. I think Levi's definitely got more of a presence than Hanj, but it's not like massively different. I think they're both still massively impactful characters. And he can't fight. Like he's screwed mm. up anyway. Like just throw him to the wolves, get him to do this last thing. Like Hanj takes one for the team. And I just now nah, we need that we need that final showdown of of Levi. Levi needs to get that W against Zeke. Like <laughs> I guess, but like but I, this I, rivalry, I don't think Zeke has ever won a fight. <laughs> yeah, I he just gets bodied by Levi, but keeps surviving through Path's bullshit. Yeah, but now now and it's, it's no different here. Like he now it's really frustrating though because it's not even Zeke fighting; it's Eren fighting through Zeke, isn't it? Technically. Mm. he's summoning past wielders to fight on his back yeah but to go back to Hanj like her going out I think it's a great bit of storytelling because up until this point I don't know about you but when they mention the rumbling and they talk about it I'm just like okay so there's a load of really tall titans that are going to stomp on everything but I don't see why that's such like surely they might miss stuff or like things can grow back. This is a but big we see point. through Hanja's fight. Yeah, go on, go on, Kiyo. Mm. Through Hanja's fight, we see it's not just that they're big and that they're destructive, like sh- through sheer force. We see that they're also similar to, um, is it called Reese from the prior seasons? They're hot. Mm. They are giving off so much heat that everything that they like they stand and they are cauterizing everything that is happening as well. They are burning the like the air around them. And so when Hanj is fighting them, she's taking them all out. After she's used her thunder spears, we're left with her having to go using the blade, hand, and because yeah. she has to keep getting yeah, as soon as she has to go hand to hand and she's getting close, she's burning up. Literally, we see like. She literally goes out in a blaze of glory mm. because she's so close to them. Like the general temperature just keeps ramping up, and obviously, you increase the heat enough, flammable things are going to start catching a light, and she does. Like her skin, her clothes. Well, it's it's the same her ODM as um, gear. Just it's the same as Armin uh, with the colossal titan when he becomes the colossal titan. He stands there and withholds mm. all of the steam that's coming off the colossal because the colossal has they are basically all colossal titans, aren't they? They're effectively mm. just the same same thing. Um and she takes out like five of them. Yeah. <laughs> She's um Berthold could never. <laughs> yeah, she, she, yeah, no, he couldn't. Um Yeah, it's it's a, it's a good ending for her for her character. Uh it was it was emotional, not as emotional as I thought it would be. She's just badass, and it's just great to see mm. her sort of like laughing till the end, sort of going for it. Um, I think 
What do we think about Armin and um, who is it? What's the what's the blonde uh, Reiner? The blonde girl, the one that he has the romance with. Oh, Annie, 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 Annie. Oh, they're they're a bit on the ship. Yeah. I think it's a bit. It's manufactured. Mm. I feel a little bit. Yeah. I didn't love the romance between them, or the or the attempt at romance. They're still not like saying anything, but. No, I mean it's all implied. Like even Mikasa notes it. Even she's sort of clocked it. So I don't mm. think I don't think there's any sort of um any mis miscommunication. But it there. even brings it even brings into question how much of that is actually Armin, right? Because we know that Titan Shifters inherit memories and sometimes feelings oh, right. of the people so beforehand. Is this so is it Bertholdt? We know that Bertholdt liked Annie. Like he was very clear about that. So, is this just a holdover? Does Armin have like free choice in this? Is he actually like Annie, or is he letting Bertholdt's affection affect? I mean, him. The whole argument and here then in is that that case, the whole argument here though is that it's the proof is in the pudding when he was going to visit her and like spending all that time with her when mm. she was sort of encased in crystal or whatever it's whatever it's in the called. crystal, yeah. yeah. Um, so that suggest that, that that suggests they're going along the lines that it predates Berthold, Berthold, um, but maybe that's mm, like but then a, pass a way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's any any issue, you just say yeah, pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that the is that what we what we're calling that the connection to their future selves and stuff? Is that what you mean by that? Yeah, like with the big tree and it's the sandy place and there's the original user like building people out of sand. That is called paths yeah. and basically is used to hand wave ninety percent of the series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I reckon. I reckon they could. I, I reckon there are a lot of people here. So we're not we're not really on board with that relationship. I reckon. What do you reckon to the mm. destruction of the Titans in general? Because I reckon I could dodge those feet. Well, yeah. Well, this is the thing as well, right? Like, I don't think that having that many colossal Titans, it's it's not stated that they're like able to circumnavigate the globe. Like, if it was like there are so many Titans that if they walk in a straight line, then the whole world will be destroyed. No, we have. This tiny Madagascar-sized island with a lot of big titans on it, and apparently now Erin's stomping through like eighty percent of the population. I feel like some people would slip through the cracks, surely. Yeah, but until Hanja's fight, I'm like, oh well. If it's hot as well, then they're burning anything else that doesn't anything that doesn't get crushed is being burned, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, maybe. Fair but enough. we don't really see that until her fight, like. We see That's a the lot thing of stomping like, and we mm. see like the opening scenes where those kids are getting crushed. Oh, oh my God. So grim. But they, yeah, that, that boy's head explodes oh like my... a watermelon. It is not fun. <laughs> it's not a good time. It's really not. Um, <laughs> but it's, and, and, and the flashback to Aaron where he's like, sorry. I, oh yeah. Like, and he knows in the future, he I'm, I kill you in yeah. the future. That's yeah, okay. And it's like, so let's just, but he's like, there's nothing I can do. Let's just talk about, let's just admire, like the, 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 the sort of realist, the, the way they've approached, like this 
inner torment that every character now has. Like, this has shown the mm. effects of war. No matter what side you're on, it just screws with your head. And these people are sort of yep. irreparable in a lot of ways. You've got um, yeah. Reiner, you've got Annie, you've got... <laughs> Reiner, the suffering champion. Yeah, but like, if there was a suffering Olympics, yeah. Reiner would be the, the gold medal he would, winner. He would be like he was the OG sufferer. But now, like everyone's being like little mini Reiners, and everyone's like resonating with him, and they're all best buds. It's like we know what you're going through. I am just like you. I am just like you. Everyone's just like Reiner. It's just a whole clan of Reiners. <laughs> so, like, I think, but but that's what the show is doing really well at the minute. It's just portraying that like mm. despair and just. There's nothing. Everyone's just going through. There's it. like an, just like there is an I'm ember done. of hope left, and it's it's whether people are willing to like grab it. Mm. There's so much pain, death, and destruction like everywhere, and you've got these people who have the capacity to maybe stop it, but a lot of them don't want to. A lot of them literally just want it to be over. They're done, yeah. and it's so interesting watching that process like work itself out in real time and then eventually deciding okay we're going to give it a shot and then to just again more suffering just heaped on top of that hange dies you've got the plane like is barely fueled on yakupon is like trying to keep this thing in the air what happens to the plane does it, it we don't see it land do we we see it run out of fuel and start gliding towards like the last settlement yeah, yeah, where yeah. Reiner's parents are on top of that mountain. Um, but that's all we see uh, from now. And yeah, and then that brings us, I guess, into the, the final scenes of, of the uh, yeah. special, which is... The song. The music that plays. Which one? The, no. the Hange one? No. Or the one when they drop the out, the plane, they drop out the plane? Because, good God, they're... and it's like all right boys where are we dropping we're gonna kick this guy's ass it's like it's pure sour note and i love it it's brilliant it's brilliant um that whole scene is so fast-paced like there's just everyone's gliding down we've got people in titan form we've got people not in titan form we've got odm gear we've got I don't know. I I just I've got I, Monkey Boys back. Yeah, Monkey Boys back. <laughs> I just I don't. I didn't want it to stop. I was just like, you carry on right in this fight. We're right there. Let's see mm. what happens. I feel like there's gonna and be. Then... I feel like Aaron is gonna do something different. I I don't like this big Aaron. Like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, like he's just indestructible at the minute. Like they're dropping all kinds of explosives on him, and he's not. It's not even flinching. It's not even funny. I want Aaron being bony monster. Kick-ass Aaron. <laughs> I want Aaron like. Yeah, yeah. I want angry flame mode Aaron from season one. Oh, like that was. Do you remember that? That was a but, simpler time back then. Like that was our, a simpler time. I don't know about you because you've read the manga and stuff, but like my mind was blown in that moment when like Aaron. It wasn't actually because I I called it. I called it that Titan. The, the, was Aaron but just thinking how far we've come from that first season and yeah like, from when like Mikas is there with the, like the knife facing off against a random titan and then Aaron who we didn't know was Aaron at the point just like decks well, you the titan know. and just blows up the whole stream you you predicted <laughs> I however was a a, a meager anime only with no manga knowledge yeah. until the first season ended and I was like I can't let it stop here <laughs> yeah so 
But yeah, it's, it's, thinking so of the evolution of the series to now is remarkable. Yeah. And I guess to kind of... Because we're going to have to wait a couple of months until the next special, which seems to be how they're producing these. Yeah. I want to know, what are your big predictions on what oh, is coming next? It's so hard, man, because this show makes left turns look like just like part of the furniture. It's it, it's just... I think Aaron's... I don't think Aaron's going to have a change of heart. I think they're going to have to kill him. That's what I'm going with. It's It's easy. I think they're going to have to kill him. I think uh, Mikasa's going to be the one to do it. I think she's going to have mm-hmm. to take him out at the end. And then oh, maybe pain. maybe she becomes the attack titan. And then it all starts again. Ooh. And then it's just sick. <laughs> attack on titan two oh. <laughs> they just they just get rid of <laughs> electric all of the boogaloo and it's just attack on titan two <laughs> start again attack on titan two now with mikasa yeah. uh, <laughs> interesting but yeah, how, yeah, what, yeah. You give, what are you giving it out of 10 this 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 first this this episode, special this special mm, but like before i give it a rating <laughs> i do just want to say like you said how far gone Aaron was and I just want to really shout out that moment where it's Kid Eren looking at him walking across the earth, but he's actually the Titan. He he throws his arms out and he's like, I'm free. Like, I just really want to like hone in on that because that scene is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. And it just shows Eren's, he's gone. Like, he is delusional and he is like... Yeah, he's not Aaron anymore. Nothing matters anymore. Well, I, th- I think I he's think not, I, he's not. The only Aaron. thing that matters is the mission. He's just he's just pulled himself. Yeah, he's lost himself in it, and, and that's just that's like, always been. Yeah, yeah, that's always been Aaron. He has been single single focus, single target. Well, um, I think that added with the two different um, action set pieces we get, and the 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 ruminating on the the hope and despair of life and trying to fight on. I think. It's solid. I'd probably give it maybe an eight or a nine, I think. I'd probably lean more towards an eight. Yeah, I'd go with an it's, eight. It's not up there with like the end of season three, which was just spectacular. I don't think it was like the last season, the final season part one or whatever. I think that was like a solid nine just because of the the twists, the turns, Aaron having his bloody head shot off. Mm. Like those moments, there wasn't as much of that here. But it is still very good. Yeah, I'll agree with that. How about you? No, I'll agree with that. For all the reasons you said, I'll say uh, eight out of ten. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess we'll look cool. forward to next week. Should we move on? I think we should move on. Okay, well, it's time for the big chunk, the main part, the main course of uh, this week's episode, which is we are going to review the first three episodes of The Seven Deadly Sins and decide if they are good enough to show an anime novice to kind of get them into the world of anime. Yeah. Um, could you do me a huge favour? Yeah, sure. And summarise these first three episodes. Tell me what's going on. What, right. What's the world? Who are the characters? What, is, what are So the main the character is sins? a talking pig and his sidekick yep. is... Hawk. <laughs> ...is a blonde... Um, is a blonde boy with a broken sword and yes he is the he is called meliodas 
Meliodas. Meliodas. Yes. And there is, in the first three episodes, we uncover, we, we, we learn about the world. It's a, a fantasy uh, medieval setting where we have sort of yep. knights and monsters and um what are the what are the main people Magic. called holy knights aren't they they're the holy knights we have the holy knights who are the best the knights in the world sins. and then we've got the seven deadly yep. sins which is the spin-off um and they they just went off and went off into it's like a breakout group you know we had the main boy band and then this yeah is the, like s club junior <laughs> s club junior <laughs> that's bold claims there sam <laughs> like <laughs> You know, the, 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 let's see if anybody gets that reference also the seven deadly sins are supposed to be like uh, worth a hundred holy knights so you're putting s club juniors on a pedestal way above the originals which i'm not sure i can agree with um in, in i know poppy love was a good song poppy love <laughs> oh neurons no am i activating them you know they've got back together s club <laughs> I, I refuse they're doing a mm. they're doing a tour Really? Yeah, yeah, they're back. Yeah, they've they come back for a tour. Um, we we nearly bought tickets because uh, UC thought about going. Anyway, Deadly, Seven Deadly Sins, the S Club Juniors of the uh, anime world. They um, of the anime world. There's a lot of mystery around these first three episodes, and I think in general in the series, trying to figure out what's actually happened is a part mm. of the whole show. But basically, we're following um, Meliodas, who is trying to get the band back together get the seven deadly sins back together with his new acquaintance elizabeth princess elizabeth who is also trying elizabeth, to do elizabeth princess elizabeth because yep she's figured out that there's the the the, the holy knights have may are maybe not they're as, corrupt they're corrupt yeah. there's there's something going on with the holy knights and they're harming more than they're doing good and they're kind of conceited in their power and she wants to change that by bringing back the seven deadly sins and kind of saving the day yeah and we we, we meet our second deadly sin we meet diane the giant diane diane serpent, yes serpent sin of envy as she's known and um meliodas is the mm-hmm. dragon sin the sin of wrath so we've literally got the sin of wrath oh, it, it, it's just badass man like you can't i, I really you like it oh i so no, I'm not saying the show. I'm saying Meliodas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but the like, theming and the, the ideas. I love it. that. Like, I'm sorry. It's just he's the Red Power Ranger. He's the main guy. He's he's Wrath. He's, yeah. he's got that. He's got that <laughs> central feel that it's just like he's just Wrath, man. Like everyone like gravitates yeah, towards him. He's the him. captain, as uh, Diane calls him, and he's just yeah. It's just a cool concept. Um, what did you think of? Um, Speaking of Meliodas, him being introduced and basically just low difficultying anybody that he finds. So that's, I think, a- until episode three. Why? Who does he have a problem with in episode three? Well, uh, oh yeah, no, he does. Guilt, guilt, yeah, yeah. something yeah. beats him, right? What's he called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you're guilt right. Guilt hunter. Sorry, that completely went out yeah. of my um, memory. But yeah, uh, so. I, I, well, how to take this? Because my main problem, one of the main problems with this show is, I think, with the Seven Deadly Sins being better than every Holy Night and walking mm. through everything, it did sort of beg the question: Well, what's, where's the, where's the development? Where, where's the threat? Where's, where's the, threat? the yeah. like? But then we've the just seen, climb, right? We've just seen that this big bad Holy Night wipes him out. 
But I don't think that's him. I think that's one of those little troll guys. That's my prediction. Because we we got introduced Ooh, to shapeshifters at the beginning three, of this episode. Yeah. And I think this is one of them. Um, because he's not dead, because he's the main character. So, like, we know he's not dead. He's the main character, so he's clearly not dead. Yeah. So, like, how has he gotten out of it? Yeah. So, I'm just trying to think of solutions around that. Mm. So, I'm going for that. Um, which brings back the problem, because, therefore, this guy isn't competition for him. But then he has to be, because there has to be a threat. There has to be some... There has to be someone that's going to actually... Does there need to be a threat this early, though? Um, I I guess it seems like a big character. The way way they've put him into the backstory of both characters, both of the main protagonists, Mm. they built My father, you knew my father. Unless that's going to be played off as sort of like a joke and like, he, oh, he is actually nothing. It's just coincidence, which I think is a bit of a long shot for this. I think Mm. he is going to be a big bad. Um, or some guilt hunter, yeah, guilt hunter, yeah. Mm. So I don't know, I don't know where I don't no. know what to think now. I'm all, I'm all, yeah, I'm all up in the air. I thought so. I, I like it when a series introduces, especially with shonen, they introduce a character at the beginning um, who is basically at max level. They are like super that, strong. Okay. Mm. They are. Like, basically, they've already had an arc before yeah. the show starts. And I think it's really interesting like for Geralt that dynamic to then see... The okay, for Life in the Witcher, yeah. So, like, he's already gone through all this, like, insane stuff. And he's, like, really powerful. So he can fight the monsters. But and still the interesting part... Yeah, like, the interesting part is being, like... Okay, so there is still room to grow. But it's not so much just, like, Goku, where he unlocks a new form or he just punches even harder mm. it's like it's technical and we're seeing maybe there's a slight decline so how do you keep up your morals and stuff and i think with meliodas there is an opportunity for that there but my problem is that i don't like him as a character <laughs> what because of his behavior towards elizabeth well there's that and then like literally the only things we know about him are that he likes to sexually assault women, mm. and he's a terrible cook, and that mm. is, the, and and he's really strong. There are three things. These are the he's three really things powerful. that we learn about our. Look, there's a lot. There's a lot, and like, look. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I absolutely agree with you, but his scenes are kick-ass. Like his scenes when, when, the- and that's what I hate the most. I'm like <laughs> sitting there, and it's like, oh, they did like. They did impact frames when he's fighting that night. Yeah. Oh, he pulled the sword out in one go. Oh, he's just like, you he's doing backflips and tattoo. dodging in midair. You just see the tickle of the Yeah, tattoo. the little tattoos like on his... Oh. And I'm like, God damn you for having such cool scenes, but being a, like an objective piece of yeah, shit. when he catches that spear, <laughs> that is insane. And then he just like launches it back. It's oh, like, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, you, you and, show and again, it, Meliodas. There's these moments because... The counter side as well with Guilt Hunter is he's thrown this spear thinking, all right, I'll just, I'll like, I'll destroy the village. Yeah. Like, whatever. Like, I'm annoyed. Nah, that's a test. I was going to destroy it the though, slow dude. way. I'm going to do it the strong way. That's a test. And then he catches it. And then Melio just throws it back. And it might, might be a test or whatever, but like, to, to kind of weed out this, the seven deadly sins. But we then get Melio just throwing it back and we see Guilt Hunter. He's just, he's just sat in his chair. Yeah. 
And the only thing he does, he moves his head slightly to the side and he gets a little cut on his cheek and he's just like, all right, yeah. guess where I'm going next? And I'm like, that is so cool. I'm still not sure on the physics of that but, because the spear the spear breaks the entire building and then is stopped by the piece of wooden the building. chair like, yeah. right next to his head. It's like, okay, that's, that's convenient loss of momentum, momentum there. <laughs> sure. Um yeah, so some very badass scenes. Yeah, he's not like a, he's not. I don't, don't know where I'm going with this. The, the I don't like his, the seediness and the way he like he, the the way he treats the way he treats Elizabeth is is ridiculously unnecessary. I don't really get why Absolutely. they put that in as a character trait. It doesn't seem. It it literally adds nothing. It adds nothing. It adds nothing, and. Without that, I feel like the target audience is younger and you would get more kids involved and things like that. But with that, I don't want to show this to kids when that's your protagonist. Yeah. That, when that's the protagonist and he's he's bragging about how many ways. women he's groped. Yeah. And like how many panties he's stolen. And then he does that to Elizabeth during episode three as well. And I'm like, okay, what is this adding? Yeah. Like, genuinely, aside from a really shoehorned in piece of fan service like oh yeah. we get to see elizabeth's panties oh she's wearing like yeah. a skimpy outfit like narratively Does what nothing. is this adding as soon as elizabeth like, walks on scene though if, you know that it's fan service like she's wearing the, like the the leotard like the skimpy like you can see a belly button like everything and it's like oh okay so i guess this is what she's being reduced to mm. she's helpless she needs like meliodas to do stuff for yeah. her but Again, to talk about fan service and think about like its its use in a piece of media, let's think about High School of the Dead. Okay. Yeah. I know this is a wild like switch up to go to, but High School of the Dead is gory and the fan service is there almost as a joke. Yeah. It's there well, it's to be parody, laughed at. It's, it's it, there it, to be it? it's a bit of it, a... Yeah, it a hundred percent is a parody. Like Somebody's firing a sniper rifle and some girl's boobs are moving in such a way that the bullet passes in between them as they flop around. Like, there's a, we see a panty shot as a girl is being devoured by zombies. Like, the fan service there isn't there to be sexy and there to be like, like, oh my goodness, it's so, it's so hot and so like, oh, I'm, I'm titillated by looking at this. It's there as a commentary and there as like a, look at how ridiculous this is. There's somebody's panties and here's a load of blood. Yeah. Like, that is a statement. Then think about shows that are purely fan service. The idea is there, the purpose of the show is to titillate and it is to be sexy. Yeah. Like, high school DXD, you're looking at, um, uh, redo of healer those things where it is um the focus is let's do something sexy the idea is that it's a sexy show but it's not porn mm. it's one step away from hentai that is the audience at least there's a purpose to it here it just feels like nothing yeah it's just it's just there and yeah. i'm like it's not moving meliodas's character forward like at all Elizabeth looks like a worse character because she's not calling him out on his bullshit. Yeah. At least in other shows, like if somebody did something like that, like yeah, broke it's something, you get like to a call him out. Yeah. Yeah. The and and the pig is like already like the butt of most of the jokes. Like the pig is being like threatened to yeah. be cooked every other scene, and it's not until Diane turns up and like nukes the forest. <laughs> That he gets any form of like punishment and he doesn't care yeah. and he keeps doing it. And I'm like, 
so so what are we doing yeah. <laughs> right yeah. i'm like and, and and sorry to get so caught up on that but it is something that just it is a glaring red spot on what otherwise could be like a really interesting i'm already max level here's what i can do kind of guy i guess the premise is when you're already max level what else is there to do than fornicate with women Apparently so. Yeah. Um, Apparently so. So Elizabeth as a character, I don't really like anyway. Like, I think she's just there. Yeah. She, she's just there. Too damselly. She's too damselly. But also there's so much exposition. Exposition. There's so many, so much, so many people talking. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't buy it. The whole second episode, I don't buy the kids emotional <sighs> sort of revelations. And like, that all feels really forced. Mm. Um, I, really wanted to like this show i i actually watched this years ago um i watched the first few really? episodes you yeah. actually have so i th- checked it out before yeah so like i'm talking probably closer to when it came out four or five years ago maybe um i stuck on a few episodes i mm. think probably because i knew uh probably we'd had a conversation or something um around anime and i just thought ah, oh, this looks quite fun i'll give it a go and I didn't. And it's on Netflix, then. and it's like an ex- yeah. Netflix exclusive, so like yeah, it's easy, easy to watch. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's not like it's like yeah. Mm. Um, and I didn't get into it then, and so I thought there must have been a reason why. And I think gen- generally, it's just all of those things ruin what could have been something really great. Like I really like yeah. I, I think the, de- the the deadly sins is a cool concept. Like it's throughout history, it's yeah. Throughout religion and whatever else, I think there's, the deadly sins are. There are so- other shows that have used the deadly sins yeah. in like an interesting yeah. way to and and like the sin affects the character and the way that they move. Right. Yeah. When I look at Meliodas. I don't see any wrathfulness. I see a horny. I don't know. Kid. No, I don't know. I I disagree. I think there is wrathfulness there because yeah. I just think I just think it's very well disguised. I think he's one. He's just like he's just like cold and on the surface it's just like yeah, but like underneath is is blood boiling. And I do I to give it credit. I do think there's I do see him snapping at points and like mm. when he takes out the guard on top of the hill and it's just sort of this yeah like unforgivingness about it. It's like look, you can push me so far and then I'm gonna absolutely destroy you and then i'm actually going to try <laughs> yeah yeah then i'm absolutely going to try because i think i think being op he's just so used to like he doesn't have to like people can attack him people can do what they want and it won't literally lay a scratch on him so he's not really fussed until it reaches a certain point but when it does it, he un- unleashes wrath i think it would be a bit rubbish mm. if he was just this angry person who was always angry because that's not really wrath it's i think wrath should build and it should have that like low keyness yeah and then it just comes out and explodes so yeah yeah but either no, way, I, no i'll agree with you on that i think yeah i was very excited it- and it just didn't really, it just has, has too much wrong with it, really. I just don't really think it's, um, I don't like the seediness and I don't like Elizabeth, Elizabeth and I think the pacing's a little weird. Um, the pacing is kind of odd, right? Like the first episode, most of it is just kind of sitting around talking in the bar and then there's a bit of a fight at the end. Episode two is just, oh, let's help these villagers, like, like reclaim their water source Mm. but it's just 
Yeah. Like, I also it didn't don't feel like, like there were stakes. It was just kind of like... Diane, like, kind of annoys me. Like, the fact... Like, the, even just the way that they found her. She's just sleeping in a forest and she's, like... Yeah. Enslaved these goblins to do whatever. Yeah. Like, she's very tropey. She kind of turns up and... <laughs> She's the the love. I know that I know that she's envy and whatever, and she's envious of the captain. <laughs> but she just plays into that type of like somebody who's decided I love this person, and so anybody else like needs to get out of the way. But it's also that trope that I don't like in Japanese pop culture, which is oh, if you do something that I don't like, I'm going to be aggressive and I'm going to fight and I'm going to be physically abusive, like. Right. Obviously, for Meliodas, it doesn't matter, but it sets this almost precedent of, oh, well, if I don't like something, then if I'm physical, then the problem is solved. And here it's it's tried to be used for comedy where she punches Meliodas a bunch of times for apparently cheating. Dude, I think you're looking into it too deep there. Like, I think you're critiquing because you've already got a, a, you know, a bee in your bonnet about this show. And then I thought you're jumping on the, like... Come on, we know. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Violence in TV shows. I didn't watch three seasons and get horribly disappointed. You know. <laughs> I think. I, look, I, man, I don't look, see it like I that. probably do. I think I've got some valid points in there, but also, yeah, you're right. I'm probably probably maybe projecting a bit too much. Yeah. I'd like. I didn't hate these first three episodes. I thought there were moments yeah. that were good. I did want to see what so happened in that. Fight. Let's I do. Want let's to be find positive. What 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 the reveal is, um, but. Mm. I don't know. I think, I think for me, are we going to show this to a noob? Are we going to show this to like someone who doesn't like anime? Um, I don't know. I'd probably, I probably wouldn't want to show them this because I think it's just, I'd be a little bit embarrassed. I don't really hmm. think it, it does enough good yeah. stuff to, uh, to hide away. To balance out the kind of. Yeah. The, the, the negative stuff. Yeah. So. What do you think? But of course, we know somebody, we know Alfie, who said that this was the show that kind of got him into watching anime, right? Like, Right, yeah, so there we is do, yeah. Elements there, no, there are elements there of something that could draw somebody in. I think if you are a big fan of swords and medieval magic and that kind of th- thing... And this is the first thing that you watch. Yes, there are some sketchy elements, but maybe because we we have a living example of somebody who has got on board because of this. That's true. Um, is he a huge anime fan? Uh, probably not. Probably not. No. But I think ease of access is maybe a point in this show's favor. Oh, absolutely. Like, personally, like I'm absolutely in the same camp. Like I would kind of be embarrassed if I showed a friend this and then I had to go. Oh, well, yeah, no, Elizabeth is a good character. Like, she just gets sexually assaulted every episode because it's like, you know, the author hadn't figured things out yet. Like, it's not a great look, right? But You're I could see somebody on the their own. Of a show, though. <laughs> <laughs> the author just hadn't figured but things out. But I could also yet. see somebody... I don't know, just, the author's not figured it out. He's just like, he'd, like the editor's told him more panty shots and groping. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Um... But I absolutely could see somebody like in their own time finding this show and then maybe getting into anime. So especially not if you're new to like this. the medieval world and stuff, it's still quite it's quite a cool aesthetic mm. to it. That um, it's not an isekai. It's not an isekai. It's not an isekai. 
It's set in the past. Oh, so, like, you know, th- that's already, like, it's quite a, a big point. That's it. It's not an isekai. <laughs> that's all you need to be to be to, to be a good show. It's just not to, <laughs> to be get an in isekai. the universe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, lordy. All right. Um, so, are we, cool. we going to put it into the universe? I want to say no, but okay. I want to defer to you. Like, because I think I've been jaded by this show a bit too much i think i want your honest opinion so i will go with whatever you decide for uh the seven deadly sins i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say no as well i don't i don't think i would want to i think we, we have to uphold high standards and i think it may be fun at times but i think there's enough there to sort of just turn people off so no i don't think we should put this in the universe this time so sorry alfie uh Come on and justify cool. Sorry, Alfie. Uh, but Seven Deadly Sins, you don't get into the universe. We don't think we could show you to a new viewer. That's a shame. Shall we move on? I think we shall. Let's do it. All right, Will. It is time for Slice of Life, the part of the show where we're a bit self-indulgent and we just kind of talk to each other about what we've been up to over the past uh, week yeah. or a couple of weeks, depending on how far apart we uh, record. So, question to you. Have you been up to anything? Have you seen anything interesting recently? Gone anywhere oh, interesting? Late. Done anything? Um, oh, yeah. I... So, I, I've, been, oh, I've been playing through Hogwarts Legacy. I've, I've completed the main story. And uh, I'm now oh. completing all of the sides. Satisfying yes. ending? Very satisfying. Yeah. Oy, so good. Very so good. good. Okay. Non-spoilery question. Yeah. Does it have larger ties into the no. Harry Potter universe? Um, uh, depends how deep you look into it. No, no, nothing sort of like on the surface. Um, I think there are some elements. Quite self-contained. Oh, yeah. It's very self-contained story. Um I think it's strange. It would, in the, if they were, obviously in hindsight, it would potentially have come up sort of like, ah, oh, this was one of these things that happened in the past. But it does, I'll tell you what, it does, it does have stuff that like links because like it's not a big spoiler, but one of the big things in here is the war between goblins and wizards, which ties in a lot oh. in deathly hallows and sort of like with grip hook and stuff and so it's got some really cool history to that um i don't know whether i don't think Mm. they they don't specifically refer to these events in the main series but you can see how these would have run alongside and these would be like it fits really well in universe i think um and i haven't looked too much at like any people reviewing it but i didn't see anything that was like well hold on a minute that couldn't have happened because of this um there's some really cool references to the Wizarding families, like we see the Weasleys. We, we see the we, one of the Weas, oh, one of the Weas, OG Weasleys. One of the OG Weasleys is a teacher. We see it's set in the time of um, Nigellus Black. Cool. Nigellus Black is the headmaster, who is obviously Sirius's ancestor, and we mm. he's 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 actually in the main series as a portrait, and we sort of like meet him as they're in the Deathly yeah. Hallows. Um, and we see the we see a gaunt, which is Voldemort's ancestor. Um, oh wow! Yeah, 
So there's the, there's this some really cool. So there's a lot of deep cuts. Oh yeah, yeah. There's loads of stuff that like you can just draw from the original, pull back to the original series. Um, yeah, and like I say, the story is in isolation, but there are like bits of magic that I think are related to the modern to the series and even the Fantastic Beasts. And there's loads of beasts in this that you can catch. Yeah, like Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> I choose you, Hippogriff. Yeah. So I've completed about, I think, about 37% of the game in total. Oh, what? Wait, and that's the main story as well? Yeah. Holy shit, there must be so much side content. There's so much side content. It's ridiculous. (laughs) There's so many side stories that, like, you just got to play out all these different... There's probably about... I think I've found about... I've started probably about 20 different side character stories um and you know and some of them not, are just like followed through with them yeah some of them <laughs> that makes me twitch like the J- the jrpg player in me is just like <gasps> yeah what do you mean you left a side quest undone <laughs> well like I, I try to do them as much as possible but there are like there, there are different tiers of side stories so there are side stories there, there are side stories that run adjacent to the main plot and then there are just like random mm. characters that ask you to find their gobstones or do this go and find my cat yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah. those ones are the ones that i've got left all of the main ones that sort of like have interesting right plot development so they're probably not going to be as like plot intense oh yeah they're absolutely but it's just not. like a oh yeah go yeah, go help around not. and are you are you going to platinum it are you going to like try and get everything oh yeah i think so. i think so i mean i think the only things that i'm probably gonna struggle with is like the finding the the, the finding things where you've got like a hundred different scrolls to find across this massive map and i'm like or a thousand different scrolls i don't know how many there are there's so many in each location and i'm like you have to that sounds very open world game it's very open like it's so open world it Um, like playing horizon zero dawn even back in like 20 whatever it was 17 18 mm. um there was like, oh, there's 50 mugs spread across the map. If yeah. you want that platinum trophy, you've yeah. got to go find all the mugs. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Do, and there's a few of those. Do I though? So there's scrolls and there's uh, pages from a book that are flying around above your head and you've got to get them. And they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Then there's demi guys as well, statues that you can only get when they're at, when you're at night. There's, I don't know. It's, it, there's a lot of stuff to find. There's a lot going on. <laughs> there's a lot going on. Honestly, it is amazing. I love it. So good. I've been riding hippogriffs. Well, I've been riding broomsticks with upgrades. I've been... I've learned Avada Kedavra. They have the Nimbus. I've learned all three. You, you kill people. Yeah. You've learned the insta-kill oh, spell. I've been killing people left, right, and center, mate. I've been... You, you've got these giant trolls that take, like an age to defeat because the health bar is so strong. Avada Kedavra, one hit, mate. Just boom, done. Like, So I'm guessing this is like a po- like after the story thing that you learn. This is a side story thing. So depending on how far you push through the side story determines when you learn Avada Kedavra. So there's a whole series where you work with Sebastian, who is like a Slytherin, and he's got this whole other side story that, well, it's this whole story that runs adjacent to the main one where his sister was cursed. And without spoiling anything, like you work with him to sort of learn the dark arts and depending on how ah, you want. So you, he teaches you like Crucio and stuff and like that. And you can choose whether you learn them or not. You don't have to. Um, so mm. they're optional. And then, yeah, so I've learned all three of the um, 
<laughs> they're optional but i chose all three of the war oh, yeah. crimes i ain't learn. missing out on that it's so good like I, I, you imperio <laughs> someone and they start killing people for you they just come on your team and then like you're crucio in people and you're a and then when and oh mate the dark arts are sick um yeah <laughs> sorry okay just, nobody give this man a wand please <laughs> sam you need to get the game just get it and play it it's so good Let's give it a go. Okay, well, I'll, I'll think about it. I've got a lot of uh, games on my docket at the I don't moment. Care. This so. one's better. Um, what have you been up don't, to? Don't care. Just do it. Uh, me, um, I have recently been watching Peaky Blinders. That's something oh, yeah. that I've been recently doing. Yes, I uh, I finished all this. I, I basically decided. Okay, so I haven't watched season five or six, so I'm going to watch everything from the beginning and go all through it. So every evening, I've had like a couple of episodes on in the background whilst I've been cooking and like just been back at home and doing other things. Amazing series, <laughs> so good. Like Killian Murphy, absolutely. Yeah, this role was made for him, and yeah. oh, the cliffhanger so that season six ends on. Because it's so focused on, on his character and like ha- like the emotions that he's feeling, and then suddenly, like it opens the door to so much other stuff, like potentially happening. Wonderful! Like, wow! I, see, I haven't seen one of them six yet. You've not watched it yet. I think. I think for me personally, season six wasn't as good as prior seasons. I would say, and and. They've come out to say, like, obviously, the person who played uh, Polly, um, she passed away, sadly. And obviously, and then COVID hit mid-production. And you can feel that a lot in the production. There's a lot of people standing on opposite sides of the rooms. The directing isn't quite as dynamic as it is in those earlier seasons where everyone's, like, up in each other's faces. Um, You see the sweat dripping down the story itself. Yeah, you can see the spit flying when Arthur like goes off the rails, and you yeah. don't get as much of that in the in the latter season. Um, they've said they're going to do a movie next, so basically the oh. prologue is over, and we're now going into a Peaky Blinders movie. Oh wow! Okay, I'm so excited. That. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. They've said no, we're not going to do season seven. We're gonna yeah, do a movie. See, I heard that. And then it's going to start. And I was like, all right, that's yeah. the end of Peaky Blinders. I didn't know there was a bloody movie coming. That's insane. Well, that's the thing. Like, I looked and everyone was like, it's the final season of Peaky Blinders. Season six is the final season. And then I Googled afterwards. I was like, because of the cliffhanger. Of a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's going on? And everyone was like, oh, the like the showrunner was like, oh, surprise. I'm going to do a movie. I'm like, okay, I bet. <laughs> so yeah. apparently we'll see that next year, 2024. I'm like, okay, I'm all I'll for try it. And catch up. Give me more. Give me movie level Shelby's. I'm there. Absolutely. All right. Okay. But yeah. Other than that, um, I went to see uh, the the Demon Slayer movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I put that in air quotes because it's not really a movie. It's the last two episodes of season two and then the first episode of season three. And... What, literally? God damn, I forget how... Li- and... and <laughs> I cannot stress enough. Literally. So you <laughs> go in... Title sequences. Like, like, all the way through. Yes. No. Absolutely. So... It starts off with like a recap of season uh, one, the movie, and season two, playing okay. with like all the theme music. So it plays like all the uh, the Demon Slayer main theme and everything like that. It's all really cool. We see like all the highlights of the, each season. And then it is just episodes like 10, 11 of 
season two with the credits playing in the middle That's and the opening ridiculous. theme playing both times. This movie's then in the goes, UK as well. Yeah, so one of my friends went to see it, and that's why I went as well. They they went to see it, and they were like, oh, yeah, it's amazing, like, the fight on the big screen and the sound effects and watching it all, like, in HD was so good. And I was like, oh, okay. Went to see it, and I was like, oh, the fight is amazing. Here's episode 11, like, with the... Or 10 or whatever it is, like, the penultimate episode. The fight's playing out. Every, like, things are spinning, exploding, and great. Oh, is that the credits? Oh, but the next episode started, and oh, there's no fighting in this one, and it's just them crying because everyone's alive, and oh, okay, and the credits again. <laughs> Why are the credits playing again? And oh, there's a new episode, okay, uh, 40 minutes long, and it's just set up for season three, and the credits are playing for a third time, and I'm like... This is a scam. Yeah, it sounds like a scam. I'm not going to lie. It sounds like a yeah. scam. But I, I am now looking at cinema like, times to see if I can go see it. Um, oh, please do. Like, honestly, I think just for that final fight, you've watched season two, right? No. Ah. I think you could probably go into it just with the movie and then that's basically season two. Because yeah. the whole of season two is 10 episodes of we're here in the entertainment district and now there's a big fight, and the movie is just the big fight. So that gets you up to speed. There you go. So, see, if I go to the cinema, the cinema's expensive, dude. My options are Creed 3, which I'm thinking, Creed's got a good rep. Like, I haven't seen the second one. I think I saw the first Creed 3 as well, relevant to our interests. Michael B. Jordan has said, like, a bunch of the fights in this are inspired by Naruto versus Sasuke, <laughs> My Hero Academia, and, like, Hajime no Ippo. And I'm like, okay. all right. Yeah, sure. Like, anime fan, like, yeah, sure. Quantumania is in another option, <laughs> which I still haven't seen. <laughs> yeah. Puss in Boots. I mean, I'm all about oh, Last Wish. Dude, go and see Puss in Boots rather than going to see <laughs> Demon Slayer. Like, genuinely, I love that movie. <laughs> genuinely, it's a fucking banger. Oh my god. Okay. Wow. I was not expecting that. What about Cocaine Bear, though? <laughs> also, apparently, pretty good. Like, it's it's an hour and a half of a bear that ate a kilogram of cocaine. Oh, like, what more do you want? Sorry, dude. No. I found Start it. Start the presses. Magic Mike's Last Dance. <sighs> gotta be done he's a very sexy man he's a very sexy gotta man. do it i've not seen channing tatum in a film since probably the last magic mike so it depends what came out first that yeah. or the um what's the the action film he did uh did gi joe he did do gi joe he did gi joe one and then he got paid like a million dollars to turn up and, and get die. killed yeah. in the second G.I. Joe film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fun times. All right, uh, we've yeah, rambled on stuff. for long enough. Let's leave it there. Uh, let us know what we you're have. watching at the cinema and what you recommend and um, your thoughts on the podcast format as it stands. Uh, just trying something new. Mm. Don't hate us. We'll see you next week for another episode of Gateway to the Universe. Thank you for your time. We love you. We miss you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.